Hi! Hello, everyone. Welcome to the first official episode of my new podcast, Time Out with Victoria. Oh my gosh, I am super excited to be here. I'm super excited to be doing this. Um, and I'm really glad that you're here listening, if there is anyone here listening. <laughs> um, hi! Oh my gosh, how is everyone doing? I hope you're having a fabulous day. Yeah, wow, this is amazing. I can't believe I'm actually here. I'm actually doing this. I feel like I've been trying to do this for so long and trying to get everything, you know, figured out and set up and... Wow, it feels great to actually be sitting down and actually talking to you guys. So, hello, hello. If you guys have never heard of me before, if you have no idea who I am, um, hi, my name is Victoria. <laughs> I really wanted to start this podcast as just a new project in my life, a new hobby, just something I wanted to do. Um, more specifically, I wanted to kind of touch on some uh, some of life's more tougher topics that no one really likes to talk about. So that's kind of my whole purpose for this podcast. I wanted this to be a place where I can kind of just be my true, transparent, authentic self and just chat about some things that are going on, um, have a little mini therapy session, if you will. So my intention is just to have this super raw, super intimate, very, very transparent, um, just kind of like a safe space, you know, I'm just kind of going to be, um, you know, lashing out all my feelings and my thoughts and, um, Hopefully you guys are in for the ride and you actually like listening to it. So yeah, I'm really excited. That's kind of what I want to do with this podcast. I have had a lot of thoughts and ideas in my head for quite some time with just wanting to like have a voice and share my thoughts and share my voice with others because um, in real life I am actually very quiet. I'm an introvert. I'm very shy and it gets, you have to, uh, you have to take some time to get to know me. And so um, I have lots of thoughts in my head, you know, all the time. And I just wanted somewhere that I can just, you know, let them all out. So I'm really excited to be doing this. And I hope you guys enjoy this as much as I do. So a um, little bit about me, just a little of, of quick introduction. Um, I do actually have a YouTube channel. So if maybe you're coming from my YouTube channel, um, then hi, hello, welcome. Um, but yeah, I do have a YouTube channel. It is just my name, Victoria Eastless, my last name. Um, so yeah, check out my channel if you have not already. Uh, subscribe, it's free. Yeah, YouTube was another platform that I just really wanted to start creating things on and just, you know, finding my voice and, you know, finding a hobby because, believe it or not, I went 22 years of my life with having absolutely no hobby, which is kind of terrible. So, so yeah, I have just gotten really, really into creating content lately and um, I just wanted to jump on the podcast train. I feel like everyone is creating podcasts right now, so we're jumping on it. Um, a little bit of <laughs> a warning, I guess I should say, in this very first episode, since we're just starting out. Um, I, <laughs> you're going to notice very, very quickly that I am, um, I don't want to say quirky because I think that's kind of uh, cringy. I don't know. I don't like it when people say quirky, like they're quirky, like their personality or like, you know, they're weird or whatever. Um, but I think I am different. I will say that. Um. I know when to turn it on, I know when to turn it off. So as I'm talking to you guys right now, it's very, you know, formal, like welcoming, like I'm being very um, aware of what I sound like and what I'm saying. But as we get into these episodes and we actually start talking about real life stuff, that's maybe a little more, you know, a little more serious. Um, my, You're going to see my personality change a lot. And if you know me in real life, you know this happens all the time. Um, so yeah, I guess just full warning, this will be an explicit podcast. I do have a potty mouth. I'm just going to say that right now. Like I said, I know when to turn it off and I know when to turn it on. Um, for the sake of this podcast, since I want to be fully transparent and just 100% real, 
Um, I'm just going to talk to you like I would be talking to like my best friend, just chilling at home. So you will hear some F-bombs slide out. You will hear lots and lots and lots of explicit language. If that offends you, if you don't like listening to that, this is not the podcast for you. I am sorry. That's just how it is. It's just not for you. Um, another thing, I talk really, really, really fast when I'm getting into something that I'm passionate about or that I have lots of thoughts on. So um, if you don't like people who talk fast and if you don't like people who have lots to say and have lots of things to talk about, then this probably isn't the podcast for you anyway. But if you're the kind of person who doesn't like listening to other people's talk, then you probably don't like podcasts in the first place. So the other thing, my third and final disclaimer is that um, I stutter a lot. I trip over my words a lot. Um, I'm going to try my best to edit them out just, you know, for your hearing pleasure just so you don't have to listen to me stumble across my words but it's gonna happen just live with it that's just how I talk so awesome so now that we got those out of the way (laughs) I am like I said I'm really excited to be here I hope you guys enjoy this as much as I do um but yeah I really really wanted to get started and to just start talk about some heavy shit you know I just I'm really excited for this. I have had multiple people in my real life tell me, you know, how interesting they think my point of view is, or they would just love, I've heard someone tell me before that they would just love to hear me talk about certain topics, and I think that's kind of what sparked the whole idea of having a podcast, was that my whole life, I never really thought anyone cared about me, or like, cared what I had to say, and so when someone actually said, they were like, no, like, you know, you have really interesting things to say, like, I would love to just sit and hear you talk. It was kind of like, wait, what? (laughs) And it was like, oh, okay, I might have actual, like, decent things to talk about that, you know, people find mildly interesting. So that, I think that's kind of what created this. I guess we can go ahead and we can start actually diving into some topics. So I do actually have kind of a plan of what topics I want to talk about on certain days. But for today, for the introduction, I wanted to keep it kind of light and easy. But obviously, you know, the whole purpose of this podcast is to just take a time out and just talk about some things that are bothering us, you know, that we want to talk about that's relevant, that needs to be talked about. That's my whole purpose with this podcast is just finally sitting down and talking about shit that needs to be talked about. So the first thing that I want to talk about (laughs) is education, college. Okay, so... I'm going to go ahead and start off with just, like, my personal college story um, and just, like, my college experience. I have debated making a YouTube video about this, but I know that this is not a topic that everyone's interested in, but I do think it's very important to talk about, um, and I just have lots of thoughts, lots of feelings. So, um, let me get into this a little bit. So, let me just preface this by saying... um, my this podcast is not going to be revolved around higher education or college or anything like that this is just like one topic of like all my episodes so if you are not into college if you don't have anything to do with it if you don't care about this um please don't base your opinion about this whole entire podcast based off this one singular episode because i promise you every single episode is going to be about totally different topics um this just so happens to be the first one i want to talk about because it happens to be the least amount of um tragic? I don't know how you want to describe that. (laughs) Um, This topic is like the least, um, I don't, I don't fucking know what you would describe that. Like this podcast is like this episode talking about like my college experience is probably like the least like hard, quote unquote, hard topic we'll talk about. So that's why I wanted to start with this one. So let's go ahead and let's just start off with my college experience. So I 
do not have I want to preface this by saying I am 22 years old I am not technically a college dropout but I'm not currently in college I do have plans to go back though <laughs> um, so yeah that just for some context um, you'll notice throughout these episodes that I'm a very very big context person I will give you way many more details than you actually need um, and you're just gonna have to deal with it so sorry so um yeah my college experience I did not have the traditional quote-unquote traditional college experience and I never will and that is okay so um, when I was in senior in high school let's start there um, I know a lot of uh, people start looking at colleges and things like that their junior senior of high school taking the ACT or the SAT depending on what part of the country you live in I live in the Midwest so for me it was the ACT and um, you know I I was preparing I took ACT prep I was you know studying I was reading the book doing all that and I, I felt pretty good about the test and then I took it for the first time and I, I got a 16 so that fucking sucks because I think like the average score you needed to get into like big universities was like a 22 or like a 23 or something and obviously a 16 is nowhere near that so uh, that really sucked that was a real big blow to my confidence when I was like 17 um, but you know I decided I was like you know it's cool it's not a big deal I'll take it again I took the ACT for the second time. I got an 18. Okay, I'm getting a little better. I could just keep taking it, I guess. Uh, so then, like, the next year, my senior year, I took it for the third time. And uh, I got a 16 again. So that was kind of when my thought process was like, okay, I'm clearly not going to get better at this, so I need to stop doing this. Because, A, each test costs, like, $45, which is expensive when you're in high school, okay? I don't have that much money to just be spending on a test. Second off, I'm spending literally, like, half of my Saturday, which I don't know what teenager wants to spend half of their Saturday doing testing. Like, no, I don't want to do that. Um, and it just really wasn't a fun time. It was really hard on my self-esteem. I felt dumb. I felt like I wasn't, like, worthy of college like I felt like the ACT this test was like the end-all be-all like if I didn't get a good score on this test like I just wasn't gonna get into college which is totally totally false and I wish I didn't have that mindset when I was in high school but unfortunately I did and so when I was looking at colleges unfortunately a lot of my options were completely down the drain because um, a lot of you know of the big universities in my area you needed like a 22 23 to even get accepted and I did not have that score and so a lot of those colleges I just like completely just immediately just out of out of my lane not an option I can't go there um, which really sucked because a lot of my friends were going to universities or people that I was going to school with were going to universities and so the really only option that I saw for myself was community college which is not a bad thing um, I will talk about it more later but um, I love community college. I will vouch for it till the day I die. But anyways, um, so yeah, I ended up going to a local community college because this was the only school that didn't require an ACT score to for acceptance. And also I could still live at home because the other thing was, since I mentioned earlier, I am really shy and really quiet and introverted. I didn't want to live in the dorms. And that was another like freshman requirement for a lot of the colleges in my area was that you had to live in the dorms your first year which petrified me when I was in high school. It still kind of petrifies me. Like, and maybe it's just because I've never done it, and so I just don't know, like, how it actually is. But, like, the thought of living in another room with someone is terrifying. More context for you. I'm an only child. I have never lived with another sibling. I've never grown up with another sibling, so I'm used to, like, my own space. So living in the dorms with a complete stranger was not... No, that was not, like, in 
no, that's not what I wanted for myself at all. So I decided to go to community college, and it was actually, it was a really, really great time. I really loved going to community college. I got a lot of experience. I met a lot of new people. Um, of course, my classes were smaller. They were more affordable. I had much more options when it came to classes. Um, yeah, and so I just really, really liked it. And so I guess that's one thing that I want to point out on this episode is that, you know, if you are maybe in high school or um, you're taking some time away from school or something or whatever the situation is and maybe you don't know if you want to go to university or community college, obviously that choice is up to you. It's your preference. It's what you want to do. But if you're really, really not sure, A, what you want to do, B, where you want to go, or C, like what like your dreams are or your passions are, I would recommend a community college because there's so much flexibility with like changing your major and just figuring out what you want to do and joining clubs. And I know that you have that option in universities too, but I think it's a little harder. Now, I could be wrong since obviously I've never been to like on-campus university, so um, I don't know, I could be totally wrong. But in my mind, it just seems like there's a little less flexibility there with, you know, um, you know, with the whole like changing your major, starting all over, you know, like... I know you can, but I feel like it's a little harder at universities um, versus, you know, community college. Um, so anyway, yeah, I went to community college. It was great. I was there for three years. I know you're typically only there for two years, but I ended up going a couple more semesters just because of the classes I was taking um, that I was initially wanting to transfer to a four-year school. So yeah, I graduated community college in January. No, sorry. I graduated community college in December of 2019. So I was one of those weird kids where I didn't graduate in May. I graduated like at semester. So I graduated in the winter and I graduated with three associate degrees. Um, I graduated with an associates in liberal arts, general studies and general sciences, which those are all three very, very, very basic degrees. I understand. <laughs> um, and the reason for that was because, um, well, first off, my first semester at community college, I was an interior design major because at high school, I didn't really know what I wanted to do, but I knew that I loved decorating. I loved home decor. I loved painting, all that stuff. And so I thought, hey, I'll just be an interior design major. And so I was in that first semester and I did enjoy it, but I realized that it was a lot more business based and it was a lot more about like networking and finding connections. And it was a lot more competitive than I initially thought it would be. I thought it was more of so like picking out paint swatches and like, you know, doing all like the fun artsy stuff, which I know that's in it, but um, I really was not interested at the time in all the business aspects to it. And so I dropped that after a semester and then I just switched to the normal liberal arts degree and I just kind of was able to take classes that I wanted. So I took some Spanish classes, I took some um, human sexuality classes, some psych classes, social classes, humanities, ethics, things that I were genuinely interested in. And so there for a while, I thought I was going to be a psych major. And then I realized that you can't really do anything with a psych major unless you have a graduate degree. And I, at that point in life, I didn't want to go to graduate school. So I was like, okay, I got to change that. So by the time I actually ended up graduating with my associate degrees, my plan was to go to a local four-year college for a communications degree. I was going to be a communications major. And so it was required for me to have three years of Spanish. And so in my head, I was like, oh, I'll just take those three years of Spanish at community college because they're cheaper and it's probably easier because I have like a smaller class, you know? And so that was kind of the reason why I was at community college a lot longer than I probably quote unquote should have been. Um, so yeah, that was kind of why I was there for a lot longer. But then ironically enough, at the very, very last minute, I decided to not go to that local community college or I'm sorry, 
at the very last minute, I decided to not go to that college to be a communications major, and I decided to go to another college <laughs> that I was going to be a humanities major. And this was big because at this point in time, when I had changed my major to humanities, at this point, it was like, I want to work in psychology. I want to be a social worker. I want to do something with helping people, you know? That was my entire purpose of changing my degree. And so um, at this point, instead of going to a local college to be a, um, a communication studies major, I decided to go to another four-year college that was actually like three or four hours away from me, but I was going to do an online program. And I was going to do it full-time. And um, the whole like big kicker of this one was I was supposed to get it done in a year. So it was supposed to be like an advanced program. So like you took six week classes and you got all your classes done really fast. Like you didn't have any spring break, winter break or summer break. You just did them like, you know, back to back to back and you finished all your classes in like a year. And so in my mind, I was like, oh, that is great. I'm just going to do that. <laughs> and so, um, I decided I was going to, that's what I was going to do. And so, no, sorry, hold on. I'm getting my years totally mixed up. My apologies. I had actually graduated community college in December of 2018. I started at the university on the online school um, doing humanities in January of 2019. Okay, so there we go. Um, so yeah, so I started doing the online school in 2019. And like I said, I was supposed to be done in a year, a full calendar year, not a school year. And so I was like, okay, like I can do that. And I knew it was going to be hard. I knew there was going to be lots of homework, but I could do it. And so um, I did it. And it was awful. I hated it. I hated it so much. Um, there was not a time during that like 10 months of that year that I actually did that program that I wasn't miserable. And I'm not being dramatic at all in the slightest. I was miserable. First off, that school was expensive and my financial aid didn't cover all of it. Whereas when I was at community college, my financial aid covered all of it, plus I got like a refund check. So I was actually getting money put into my pocket because I was going to a school that was so cheap. And then I went to this new school and it was so expensive and not only did my financial aid cover it, but I had to pay like three grand out of pocket. And I had savings, but that was still a pretty big blow to my account because obviously you have to pay that every semester. That really sucked. And that entire time at that college, um, like I said, I went there for like 10 months. Um, and that's like 10 months of nonstop school. Like every single week I had homework. I never had a day off. I never had a break. I didn't have a spring break, nothing. Like it was every single day I was doing homework and um, doing it all online as well. And so that was also really hard. And I was also working. I was a full-time student. I was working part-time and for a while it was manageable. And then it got to the point where I realized that humanities was just not what I wanted to do. I did not want to be a social worker. I was noticing that the um, the assignments that we were doing and like the case studies that we were doing and were learning about, they were they were sticking with me. Even though I knew that they were fake, they were real life situations that could you know could potentially happen, and they were sticking with me. And I was just getting really sad and I was miserable. And I realized you know I was like I don't want to do this. I don't want to have this job where this you know where I have just these bad thoughts like hanging over me all the time you know, from these clients, from these people that are in need, that are that are in help. And of course, you know, I wanted to help them. That's the whole reason I wanted to be a humanities major. But then I realized, you know, like, I just don't have it in me. Like, I can't bring that home with me. Like, I'm already bringing it home with me. And I'm just, I'm still in college, you know. And so that was kind of when I realized that that wasn't going to work for me. And so then I decided, okay, I'm going to take a semester off. And the reason I ended up doing that was because, like I said, since this online school 
was just a full year with no breaks. Their semesters started and ended at really weird times. So typically your semester starts in August and ends in December for your fall semester. Well, at this school, my semester had started in September and ended in January. And so um, by the time that I had dropped my classes, like in the middle of the semester, it was September, it was the middle of September, and I couldn't really enroll in any other school because every other school semester had already started like a month prior. And I didn't want to, you know, walk into a new program, into a new major, you know, a month behind. And so I decided, you know what, that's okay. I'm just going to take a semester off. And so from September to December, I took that month, I took that whole semester off and I just worked part time. And, um, that was nice to have a break, you know, after being in school, just like so hardcore for like 10 months. So yeah, so I ended up taking the rest of that semester off and um, the plan was to go back to school in January. And so I went back to school in January. I went to a, another, a different four-year school that was like five hours away from me. So once again, it was an online program and um, I had gotten all set up. My financial aid went through. I got accepted, sent my transcripts, like everything. Like I was good to go. Like I was enrolled in classes. I got my books, like everything was set in stone. Like I was going to start school again in January after taking a semester off and I felt good um, and then it just so happened that at the same time I was starting that semester I was just not in a good place in my personal life and um, I found myself uh, coming home from work from my part-time job and coming home to an empty apartment because my um, well my fiance now but my boyfriend at the time is the same person but we weren't engaged then <laughs> um, um, he was not home because he was working, he was at school, he was doing his own thing, and, you know, I would come home to an empty apartment, and it was quiet, and it was lonely, and it was sad, and I had no motivation to do homework, to get online and read my book and do the, you know, do the homework, and I just didn't care. I had no motivation, and especially coming from taking an entire semester off, and that just being coming my, my new normal, I, it was really hard, you know, I didn't... I just didn't feel like doing work like I would try I would try to muster up the motivation and I would get like a couple hours in and it would just drop off like I I couldn't do it and I continued to do this for a couple weeks and then I finally came to the conclusion you know I was like I'm half-assing this I'm wasting my time I'm wasting my money because this was once again another school that my financial aid did not cover all of my tuition so I was once again paying out of pocket from my savings which yes I had savings at the time but I didn't have very much and you know along with just you know living by yourself getting your first apartment you know being an adult paying for cars for groceries for bills all these other things you have to pay for it was becoming this really hard thing that I, I just couldn't balance you know and I was getting really stressed out I was just like I said earlier I wasn't in a good place in my life personally um, I was I was really sad. I was anxious. I wasn't sleeping very well. I wasn't taking care of myself. I wasn't eating right. Um, I just came home every single day from work and I was tired. Like all I wanted to do was just lay on the couch and just fall asleep. And that's what I did every single day. I get home from work from my part-time job at 2 p.m. in the afternoon. I would come home at 2 and I would fall asleep on the couch and I'd stay on the couch like 7 or 8 at night until um, my fiance came home and then we would eat dinner and then I'd go to bed. I just had no drive. I had no gumption, you know, like I just didn't give a shit. I didn't want to do it. I just didn't have it in me at that point. And so 
I had a really, really long, hard talk with myself. And, you know, I was like, I'm half-assing this. I'm not giving this my all. I'm wasting my time. I'm wasting my energy. I'm wasting my money. I'm wasting my teacher's time, my school's time, you know, because I was like, I'm not nothing is benefiting right now the only person that is benefiting right now is the college because they're getting my money you know like that was it like there was no point of this equation that like actually made sense for why i was doing this and so it took me several days to finally like muster up the conclusion i was like victoria like you need to drop your classes like you either need to get it together or you need to get out because you, you aren't doing what you need to be doing right now and so um that was a really, really hard reality to face. Um, I don't know if any of you are in the same situation, but my entire life I grew up with such a value and importance of education, and I still do. I still very much do. Um, I value education so much. I have seen how it can transform lives. I work in higher education, so I'm probably also a little biased, but um, I can... I can see it. I can I can tell, you know, I've, it's been with my own personal experience, you know, how college has helped me and how it's saved me and it's how it's helped me find my purpose in life and like what I need to be doing um, and it's just gotten me up from such a dark place and um, that probably sounds really cheesy because it's just like you know like oh you're just going to college like whatever it's not that big of a deal but it is college is a big deal it's hard college is really really hard and um, you know I congratulate anyone who graduates any sort of college program whether that's community college or you know a university or graduate program whatever it is you know any accomplishment that has to do with higher education sh you know should be celebrated because it's freaking hard okay like this is not high school this is not middle school it is a whole different ball game you have to rely solely on yourself and your resources it is up to you to get to where you want to be it is up to you to graduate it's not up to your teachers it's not up to your counselors it's not up to financial aid it is up to you it is your responsibility and that is so different than high school you know and so I really, really do value education. I think it's very, very important. And so for me to come to that conclusion that like, I have to step away right now because even though I am a person who values education so much that I just wasn't in that place in my life where I could give it on my, I couldn't, you know, I couldn't give it my all that I wanted to, to come to that conclusion that I needed to step away from it felt like I was depriving myself of that opportunity you know like it felt like I was disappointed like I was disappointed in myself it felt like I was doing myself um, a disservice and um, it was really hard because it just it sucked you know and there was no one else you know telling me to make this decision it was all up to me you know everyone was very supportive of my decision and I'm so grateful for that but it was freaking hard I want to say you know like if you're in this current situation right now where you can't decide if you want to go back to school or maybe you went back to school after a long time and it's just really really hard and you don't know if you can do it um, I'm gonna tell you it is really hard and you can do it because you are capable you know it is up to you like you can do this but you do have to manage yourself you have to manage your time your motivation everything like that like it is up to you but also, if you're not in the position to give it your all, then you don't need to be doing it. Because at that point, it just becomes this mundane thing that you're doing. And at that point, you're losing your, your vision for doing it. You're losing your motivation. It becomes half-assed. It just doesn't... It's not productive. Like, what you're doing at that point isn't productive. Because at the position where I was, like, at that point, like, I was letting my grades fall, I was losing scholarships, like, at that point, like, it doesn't benefit anyone for me to just keep doing what I'm doing, you know, and so that was how I knew I needed to just take a step back, so I ended up 
dropping out of all those classes like two weeks into the semester. And once again, I was taking another semester off. <laughs> and so I continued to work part-time. I continued to do my thing. Um, and then we hit quarantine. So obviously, as everyone knows, back in March, um, the whole COVID pandemic started and we all went to quarantine. So whenever that stuff started happening, that was when I really started doing like my YouTube stuff and just like finding my hobby because there was literally nothing else to do. And I found that that was something I really, really enjoyed. That was hard for me because <laughs> I've never really had a hobby before. And so for the first time in my life, it felt like I could actually devote my time to something other than school or something other than work, you know, or whatever it was. And it was a really crazy feeling. <laughs> um, like I now understand why people have hobbies and why, you know, they're so obsessed with them because I'm obsessed with my hobby. Um, but I kind of realized that this was something that I could potentially see myself doing long term um, because I really do enjoy it that much um, YouTube and just editing videos and the business side of YouTube and just like planning things and organizing it and figuring out and even like setting up this podcast I really really enjoyed that entire process and so I kind of knew that this was something that I wanted to do long term um, maybe not like my full income like my main income but at least just like a side job I just thought it was you know really fascinating I wanted to keep doing it and so during quarantine, I kind of, you know, flipped the switch and I decided, okay, I'm going to go back to school um, in the fall and I want to be a business major because I want to have my own business. And so I started looking into more schools. I found another local college that had a business program and I got pretty far into the process. I had applied and everything and then I realized that the tuition was out of this world. The tuition was like I don't even know the exact number, but it was just like an astronomical number. And at this point, I don't really have that much in savings. Um, I've spent it a lot of it on um, tuition from those other colleges that I went to. I've spent a lot of it on just bills and, you know, just things that you use your savings for, you know, car maintenance, things like that. And so I realized that that wasn't going to be a viable option for me because the other biggest thing I can say is that if you don't have to take out student loans, don't. <laughs> I am super, super, super anti-student loans. I will not take out a student loan ever in my life. I never have. I never will. Um, and I know that for a lot of people, student loans are their only option, and I understand that. And I mean, you got to do what's right for you. If that's what you want to do, by all means, do what you need to do. But for me and my personal life, I will never take student loans. I don't want them. No, not doing it. And so that was something that was obviously a very big factor of deciding where I was going to go to school was how much it cost and this school that I was looking into to go to for business was extremely pricey and I just figured you know it's down the stars I don't want to go into debt for this it's I don't want it that bad you know I don't want to be a business major from this school that bad and so um, I started looking into more schools and ironically enough remember back when uh, I was going to be a communication major at the first local college after I graduated from community college yeah, so turns out I ended up going back there. <laughs> so the fourth college, the fourth four-year university that I actually looked into was, um, I'm not going to say the actual college's name, but um, <laughs> I, uh, I was dead set. I was like, no, I'm going to go here. I'm going to go here for um, a liberal arts major, and I'm going to be, I'm going to have an entrepreneurship minor. So that way, you know, I can take whatever classes I want, whenever I want them. You know, I'm not controlled to like a, a program. Um, you know, and I can actually learn tools and 
um, you know, I can actually learn useful things, you know, relevant to like what I want to do. And so that was my plan. It was perfect. And I had it all figured out. Like my tuition was going to cover it. My financial aid was going to cover my tuition. I knew how like my commute was going to go. I was going to do online and everything was going to work out great. And I was so excited. I was like, yes, I'm going back to school finally after a year. Like I'm going to get it done. I have 37 credit hours left, you know, I'm like, I'm going to do this. And uh, I get enrolled, everything like that. And then I meet. So this was like two weeks ago. Okay. Like this is real time now. Um, I meet with my financial aid officer and um, or my financial aid advisor, and they're like, "Yeah, uh, your financial aid covers you know, like three thousand something something, which, you know, which is like normal. It's what it's pretty much always covered." And um, they're like, "Yeah, you need to pay like two thousand out of pocket." And I'm like, in my head, I'm like, "Okay, okay." Um, and then I go into the actual like billing website to see what that two thousand dollars is to see if that's just the rest of the tuition or what. And, um, that $2,000 is just fees, just fees. So I'm talking like rec center fees, parking fees, um, like food court, like whatever, like all of the like stupid, like mundane fees. Like I understand like colleges have to have those. Like I get it. Okay. I understand. But these fees that a, I'm not using because I'm going to school online because we're in the middle of a global pandemic and I can't be within six feet of anyone else right okay and so i'm like why what why are you wanting me to pay two thousand dollars for fees for items for resources that i can't even use that no one can use i'm like no this is ridiculous i'm not paying that much money and you know it would be a different situation if like i had the money if i had the extra two thousand dollars to pay them sure whatever i'd pay it whatever not a big deal um, but the fact of the matter is, is that that's all I have left in my savings. And I am not going to wipe my savings completely clean to go back to school. That's not what, I, no, that is completely irresponsible, first off. Um, it, no, I'm not going to do that. And so, so then I had to sit down once again with myself and have a very serious discussion of, okay, what are you going to do? Um, you can try applying for scholarships. Great. So I looked into that and, um, <laughs> This is the real kicker. So get this. So I live in Kansas. Okay. The school that I was going to go to that I was planning on going to is in Missouri. If you guys aren't aware, if you're not knowledgeable of this area, um, the eastern part of Kansas where I live is only like 30, 40 minutes away from the like big metropolis side of Missouri. And so it's not that big of a deal to like cross state lines like people do all the time for like different reasons. And so that's why like me living in Kansas but going to school in Missouri isn't that big of a deal because it's just right across state line, you know what I'm saying? Here was the thing. So I was looking up scholarships, right? And one of the automatic transfer scholarships, because like I said, I am a transfer student. Um, one of the automatic transfer scholarships was for an, an underrepresented minority scholarship. Now, if you don't know, I am half Hispanic. And so... I was like, oh, that, you know, that sparks my interest. Like, I could potentially be eligible for that. And so I'm looking into the requirements, you know. And um, one of the requirements being, you know, on your application for admission, you have to put that you're either, you know, African-American, um, Indian-American, or um, Hispanic. And so I'm like, okay. I was like, yeah, like, on my application, I put that I was Hispanic because I am. And then the other requirement was you have to live. You have to be a non, uh, you have to be a non-resident student, an out-of-state student. And so I'm like, oh, I'm an out-of-state student. Like, I live in Kansas. Like, okay. Um, and so, like, like, you know, like, real easy peasy. And so 
I'm like, wait, wait, why didn't I get the scholarship? Like, this is an automatic transfer scholarship. Should have automatically been applied to my financial aid when they accept my application. So I'm like, this is weird. And so I email financial aid, and then I get an automatic response from financial aid saying that they're not going to be in the office for another week. So I'm like, okay. I'm like, so I have to wait a week. I'm like, okay, whatever, not a big deal. So then I decide, well, let me just call my actual financial aid advisor, right? Just like her personally. I call her. I don't get an answer. I'm like, okay, whatever. Leave her a message. Not a big deal. You know, I work in higher education. I understand we're in a global pandemic. I understand people are still working remotely. Like, I get it. I'm an empathetic person. I understand. You know, like, I'm not upset. <laughs> and so, um, you know, the week goes by. I finally hear back. I check my email. And um, the email says, <laughs> the email says, yeah, you're not eligible for the scholarship because Kansas students receive the same tuition rate as Missouri students. So we don't consider you an out-of-state student. Are you, <laughs> are you kidding me? So the only reason, the only reason I didn't get accepted for the scholarship was because they consider Kansas in-state because we get the same tuition. Which, okay, on one hand, I'm like, okay, I guess I understand because I am so close, like, within just, like, the metro area. Like, I get it. Like, it's not like it's that far away from me. But also, like, I don't live in Missouri. I live in a different state. I am an out-of-state student. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. Maybe I'm just looking at this totally different. I don't know. But in my head, regardless of what you charge me for tuition, I still live out-of-state. I don't live in Missouri. I live in Kansas. I pay Kansas taxes, you know? I am a Kansas resident, and so in my mind, you know, through my, you know, logics, it just makes sense that I'm an out-of-state student, but apparently I'm not. So, um, of course, there goes my opportunity for the scholarship. So, um, I have once again decided to take another semester off, <laughs> and we're just going to try again next semester. Hopefully, I can save up some more money, but, um, yeah, so that's kind of where we are. That's, like, up to speed, up to date on my college experience. Um, I've been... Well, I can't say I've been in college since I've taken, you know, now a year off. Um, but I was a freshman in college uh, in 2016. And so um, if you want to go by um, calendar years, I should have already graduated my bachelor's degree by now, which that was very, very hard to deal with um, back in May when um, all of my peers and people that I, you know, grew up going to school with were all graduating from their universities. It was really, really hard for me to see that because, you know, I kept thinking to myself, like, I'm, I should be there, you know, like, I should be graduating right now, like, I, that should be me, and it just isn't, it just, that's just not how um, the cards played out for me, and that's okay, and I know that it can suck, and college is stressful, and it's hard, and a lot of things don't work out the way you want them to, but at the end of the day, you go to college for yourself. You know, you go to college to greater your opportunities, to get, obviously, to get education, you know, to grow, to learn more, um, to become a more diverse human, you know. You have lots of great experiences in college, regardless if it's a university or a community college. You learn so many things, you meet so many people, and, um, you know, you go to college for you. Like, it is definitely, <laughs> this might seem a little warped, and some of you might, like, cringe or make a weird face, but, like, I... I would consider college a form of self-care, like, sincerely based off the fact that, like, you go to college to better yourself. You know what I'm saying? Um, so I hope that makes sense. I understand that a lot of people probably won't understand that. But um, 
to me, at least in my opinion, I view, you know, educating yourself further than just like K through 12 as, you know, an act of service towards you. You're trying to make yourself better, you know, regardless if that's for, um, you know, a job, a career, whatever it is, you're still doing it for you, you know? And so, um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. College fucking sucks sometimes, okay? I hear all the time that higher education is highway robbery, which I totally understand. I will, yes, I agree. I think college needs to be much more affordable um, for how much pressure we put on people to go to college and how many requirements there are to have a college degree. I don't understand why it is so fucking expensive and why you literally have to go into debt for the rest of your life just to have a piece of paper saying that you're qualified, that you know how to take a test, that you know how to do, you know, X, Y, Z. I don't understand why it's so expensive. It's just, it's ridiculous. But yeah, so that's kind of where I am currently in my whole college experience. Um, like I said, I only have 37 credit hours left, so that's about a year and a half, um, depending on how many credits I take a semester. And so I'm hoping that I get done someday. <laughs> I don't know when that day is going to be, but hopefully someday. And I, my whole purpose of this is to not just rant. Um, I mean, it's a little bit about ranting, let's be honest. But mostly for anyone out there who, you know, is in college right now and they want to give up. Or maybe they just don't know what the fuck they're doing. Or maybe um, they took a semester off and they want to go back, but they don't know how or where or what. Um... I get it, okay? I understand. I feel yeah. I've definitely been there. College is really, really hard. <laughs> um, and, you know, I see the people that, like, blow off college. Like, it's no big deal. I think that if you take the time to actually put in the effort and, you know, study and actually, like, try to figure out what you're learning. Because, I mean, God forbid, you're spending so much money on this. Like, you might as well be doing it, you know, balls to the wall. You know, like, why are you half-assing this? Like, you're spending thousands of dollars like, it's just, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, it doesn't make sense to me that people who go to college just to party or they just go to college to be in a sorority or whatever it is, you know? Like, you're spending so much money and, like, you're going into debt for this if you don't have financial aid. And I know for a lot of middle-class people, like, they're not getting financial aid, you know what I'm saying? Because it's like, they don't have enough money to pay for it themselves, but also their parents don't have enough money to pay for it pay for it but they're but they're not poor and so they don't you know qualify for lost financial aid and so there's a lot of like those middle ground people that are going into debt to go to college and it's like if you are going into this much debt to go to college you need to make it worth something you need to actually go and do it for the right reasons you know what i'm saying like maybe that's just me i don't know <laughs> um but that's just my personal opinion you don't have to agree with that though that's okay but, um, yeah, so if you're in the same boat as I am, where you're just kind of waiting around trying to figure out what's going on, also with all this COVID-19 shit that's happening, college is so unpredictable anyway right now. No one really knows what's going on. Um, every college is doing it a little differently with, like, how they're doing their classes, if they're going to do them remote. I really don't think anyone knows what's going on right now in the world. But, um, just, no, um, I really understand, um, the struggle. I really do. And, um, I know that it's going to get better for everyone you know you just gotta take it day by day um but yeah that's just it's just a mess honestly and i can't wait until the day comes that i can actually you know walk across the stage get my diploma you know actually have an undergrad degree that will be the best feeling ever i know it but yeah for anyone else who's in the same boat um don't give up 
you know, just keep, if you know you want a degree, if you know you want a college degree, please don't give up. Just keep doing it. Do what you got to do, even if it's just a day by day, semester by semester. Just keep doing what you got to do. It's hard, but you're going to, you know, you only need 120 credits to graduate. So please don't give up. Just keep going. That's what I'm trying to tell myself every day. <laughs> and uh, you will get there. You will eventually get there. I promise you that. <laughs> so... Yeah, that is going to actually be it for this episode. I feel like I've been talking for a really, really long time. Like I said, this episode wasn't too, too deep. We were kind of um, starting it off on like kind of an easy topic. The next uh, couple episodes will be pretty heavy, though. So uh, buckle up, buttercup, because we're going to talk about some tough shit. So um, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Please let me know if you enjoyed it. If you have any requests that you want me to talk about, maybe you have questions for me or you just want like my advice on something. Um, whatever it is, let me know, and, um, yeah, you can follow me, like, on Instagram, on Twitter. Um, check out my YouTube, like I said, if you haven't already. I hope you guys enjoyed this timeout session of just, you know, sitting down, chilling, talking about, uh, college struggles, because they are definitely real. So, I hope you guys enjoyed this, and have a good rest of your day, okay? I'll see you later. Bye.